Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rising Gems podcast. My name is Miroslava, and I am here with. I am Erica. We are here to empower and inspire those ready to rise and align to their most authentic selves. Exactly. We are all rising gems, polishing ourselves with spiritual truths to expand our minds and reclaim our shine. If you enjoyed this conversation, we'd love for you to download this episode, subscribe, and leave a review on iTunes. So thank you so much, my friend, for being here with us, sharing this space. Have fun and enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Rising Gems podcast. My name is Miroslava, and I am here with... I am Erica. We are... So, so excited to be here with you today. We are diving into the world of extraterrestrials. We are answering the question, are extraterrestrials real? So, Erica, this is my favorite subject. How do you feel about extraterrestrials? Honestly, I love talking about extraterrestrials. I... We, I'm pretty sure we all have extraterrestrial families, so I'm cool talking about it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially now because of everything that is going on in the world, within the collective. We have so many new UFO sightings or UAPs, however they want to call it now. Uh, but there's been a lot of talk about extraterrestrials and a lot of people being interested in really starting to ask questions. So we thought this would be a great subject for us to uh, step deeper into the podcast world. And um, yeah, I don't know how long this episode is going to be. So if you can't listen to the whole thing, definitely hit the download and save this so that you can come back to it later and listen whenever you feel inspired or guided to. So let's dive in. Erica, just your perspective of extraterrestrials, if you want to just get that going, and then we'll just flow and see where the conversation goes. Honestly, I see extraterrestrials as no different than humans, just they have mm -hmm. more, they're more aware of being limitless than I think humans do, because we do kind of, you know, come to earth and we have this like veil where we feel like we're limited and And, and for like so long, we, many of us believed, even I shouldn't say all of us, but many of us were, you know, told to believe that these things weren't real. So it's definitely been, it's, it's been a long time coming for this to kind of be here because a lot of us are remembering that humans are not just the only things that exist. So I definitely see ETs as very similar to humans, just look different, have different abilities because of their ability to know that we're not limited. Um, but that's pretty much it. I do not really feel that there's anything to fear. Are, is there discernment to use even with ETs? Absolutely. Because everything from my experience that I have, you know, not just learned, But, you know, through my experience, everything is discernment. Humans, you can be discernment. And it's not like, and I don't, and I'm not saying this is like they're bad and this is good. It's just like everything else. Some you are meant to communicate with and some aren't. What is your, like, what is your intention behind wanting to communicate with ETs or wanting to interact with even humans? what is what is the intention so you can align to the the one that is of your liking as opposed to one that might not you know have either your best interest or be in the same alignment as you know where you're going with the communication with ETs or the interactions but overall like I mentioned I see them no different than humans like I have no problems with them whatsoever Yeah. And uh, my perspective is that extraterrestrials are actually our, uh, well, not all of them, but, you know, there is a specific group of extraterrestrials that did create the modern human. So I do believe that yeah. we are very deeply connected, not just energetically, but also genetically. And uh, so there's this whole thing about the evolution, uh, you know, that we came from primates. So like, you know, like little monkeys, and then we're human now. That's 
I don't believe that's the whole truth. I truly believe that、mm-hmm. there was some extraterrestrial intervention. There were some extraterrestrial geneticists that did their thing and they created who we are now.、Um, yeah. But yeah, there's this deep, beautiful connection with them. And one of the things or the question that a lot of people ask is well, number one, Are extraterrestrials real? And I say absolutely fucking yes. Yeah. Extraterrestrials yeah. are definitely real. But then the other question that people ask is also are they hostile? Are they, what is their intention? Do they have good intentions with humanity? And I think there are a lot of different perspectives because there are so many different extraterrestrial races, extraterrestrial groups. And、um, so, are you comfortable stepping into this question and sharing a little bit of our perspective, or whether or what we think their intention is, and whether they are bad or? Oh,、good? absolutely! I let's dive into this, Miroslava. Yeah, because <laughs>、yeah, I think this is such a great question,、yeah. and I have so much to say.、Uh, so let me let me let me start because I already have a lot to say. So,、uh, <laughs> so. I personally believe that there are everything is energy, right? So everything is, it, and especially in a three dimensional experience, we do experience polarity, which is you know the positive polarity and the negative polarity, and there are so many different frequencies within those two polarities. There are so many different shades of the same color per se, and、um, my belief is that there is. A large group of extraterrestrials that does come to Earth with benevol with、um, I don't know what word to use benevolence、yeah. or like they do have good 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 intentions with humanity. One because they are the creators of humanity. They created the modern human, and they do believe that you know it's like. And I don't see extraterrestrials as God. I don't see them as God because there's only one God that source energy that we are all part of, but. I do believe that they kind of see us, and they they feel for us, they love us, and they want us to kind of be or get to a vibrational state that they currently hold. So it's like they're not looking down at us, laughing at the crazy shit that we do. They are actually looking at us, and they love us, and they understand where we are at energetically. But they do want us to get better and to keep growing, not only spiritually but also technologically, because there's a lot of beauty in technology. There's this balance within the the. Polarity of positive and negative, but I do believe that the intention is to help us get better and to keep growing. But there's also a group of extraterrestrial beings that chose to dive into the negative polarity and to experience darkness. And one of the things that they do is work with the shadow government, and they do a lot of things. Within the government, they experiment with people. They experiment with animals. There's, you know, they give the governments different technologies, and it's very dark when we think about it. But from a higher perspective, and I'm sure that this is the way that you see things too, Erica.、Yeah. Is that right now I'm in a in, in a in a energetic space and spiritually I'm in a space where there's no judgment, and it's like I don't agree. With what a lot of these extraterrestrial beings do, that is very dark and negative, but also that's their experience. That's how they chose to、yeah. experience reality and this and their life, and that's a choice that they have made. Now I am choosing to make a different choice and to be more so for on a mission of service、uh, for the upliftment of humanity and to help everyone here kind of be better. And if well, if that's The choice that they are making themselves, but yeah, I do believe that on one side there are very loving, benevolent beings, but then there's also this shadow aspect of these beings that do cause harm and they do work with shadow governments and stuff, you know, underground bases, and you know, it gets very dark. But what's your perspective, Erica? Um, I definitely agree with everything that you were saying. I just wanted to state that, and it's actually interesting. I. I'm gonna kind of go back a little bit、mm-hmm. um, to one of the things that you mentioned about them creating us. There's actually a Dolores Cannon book for anyone that is not familiar with Dolores Cannon. If you are into spirituality, if you are into the New Earth, if you've heard about the New Earth, you've probably heard of Dolores Cannon.、Um, she talks about a, 
a lot about extraterrestrials. She dedicated a whole book called The Custodians on Extraterrestrials. And there is actually, I don't know if it was in that book or it was in a convoluted universe book. Um, but through this channeling that she was doing, she did, the channeling that came through was like, the the ETs were like, yeah, we did create the humans. So we kind of, you know, <laughs> so that was in there. So I just wanted to mention that. Um, but yeah, I definitely see things. I, I feel like ETs are no different. Like that's why I see them so similar to humans, because even though they might uh, have different experiences, they still there is still to a degree that polarity yet at the same time i don't feel like they see it or they judge it in the way that humans do um only because the the level of consciousness that they're at the level of vibration that they're at they're just in their whole other their realm um but yet since we are all connected i feel like one of the reasons i mean there's so many reasons why ets are now coming to earth or having more communication to humans is because it's time because it's not just us affecting the earth and affecting the human race because we are all connected and you can look into quantum physics for this if if like you're someone that really needs proof or likes that scientific approach there is you know when you look at quantum physics everything is connected so if we as humans were to destroy the earth we are literally destroying everything else as well like different galaxies <laughs> so it all takes it, it all has an effect so i do see them as you know wanting to help us not I mean, yes, there are ETs that genuinely love humans. They genuinely want to help us. Uh, so I do feel like they're they're helping us as a human race, but they're also being like, look, if the humans keep doing what they're doing, we're fucked as well. So <laughs> it's kind of like we kind of have to step in a little bit and help out. But I feel like it's so, for me, I think that, just the idea and the thought that we live in a world, in a reality, in an illusion, because everything is a distortion and an illusion. Everything like the ET's lives, our lives, the Earth's lives, like everything you can kind of see as a dream, right? So we're all having our own dream-like experiences, but it's just having, just imagining one day like humans and, and ETs are walking around on earth and at the same time. There's no fear. There's no like, oh my gosh, like there's something here that we need to be fearful of. I feel like when you get to a point within human consciousness and human evolution where we can really discern for ourselves. And like I said earlier, it's not, discernment doesn't have to come from a place of fear. It's just knowing which person or which path is best for you. That's how I see discernment. It's like, okay, do I really want to make this purchase from someone who's saying that they're somebody else when I know that they're not? You know what I mean? Like, do I really want a reading from them? Do I really want, you know, like there's certain things that you use discernment with, but it's not necessarily like, oh my gosh, this is bad. That's why I have to avoid it at all costs. But I just feel like when we get to a point where we have so much trust within ourselves. We have trust within other beings as well to where we can just come together and coexist, not only with other humans, but with other ETs, animals. And I'm sure there's other beings, angels, the elementals. You know what I mean? Like we're all just existing all on earth at the same time. Yeah. And all is very much real, you know, despite us not being able to see, which is something that we, you know, we had a conversation about that in the last episode about being able to communicate with what is unseen. And I think when it comes to extraterrestrials and establishing a connection or communication with them is you have to really master your intuition and kind of really tune into energy and understand energy and understand also like the the way your body reacts to energy because a lot of 
information or messages that come from extraterrestrials to manifest in the body in the form of feeling or like um, discomfort. So, um, yeah. And what you said about discernment is so important, especially now, because everyone is, well, a lot of people are talking about extraterrestrials. There's a lot of information that is coming out. And there's also, I believe that there's going to be a lot more information that's going to be coming out from the government itself. And it's going to be very important for us to use discernment and to tune into the energy and the feeling or, well, tune into the energy behind the words or behind the information that is being shared to fully understand the context and also to understand and to, or to make our decision of whether that information feels good feels real or true to us or whether the information does not resonate at all with us and makes mm -hmm. us feel yucky inside so that's when you really have to pay attention to energy pay attention to the feeling and make your decision after you have analyzed those both things because that's especially well me that's specifically that's what i do whenever i hear information about extraterrestrials and a lot of the times when i'm scrolling on social media um, i do see a lot of people talking about extraterrestrials and uh, a lot of the times i'm like no that doesn't resonate with me especially because there's a lot of people that do like to talk more so about the negative side the shadow side of extraterrestrials and although you know i believe that that is real and that there is darkness within this collective, um, that's not something that I like to focus on because I do feel the love coming from them and the the support that they always offer to people or to us, to me, that have offered to me directly. And because of my experience with them, I always choose to kind of stay more so in the positive polarity, but I understand that there are both sides of the coin and everything is equally real but it just doesn't resonate with me and i choose not to engage with that type of information but yeah. um yeah i love that yeah and i do i also want to mention too because i love and i obviously i've been listening to you for a while marislava like you've posted videos on your instagram um and you always say like this is my perspective and it's not true for for you and i also wanted to add to that because what happens a lot of the times when they hear like oh well this there's a perspective but that doesn't resonate for me it doesn't mean that say for example your truth and like we kind of went back to this before like in the previous episode it's like all at whatever someone resonates with is true for them so it's true Right. So it, it doesn't because I'm I'm mentioning this because sometimes the ego can be like, because we've been programmed this way, where it's like, oh, well, there's we can only have everyone believing the same thing and that's why we fight each other. And it's like, no, we can totally have there are infinite amounts of different truths, infinite amounts of different experiences. So that's why it's important to do and take what's right for you, because there's something within that experience that is exactly what you need for your your life, like whether it's a certain experience, a lesson, a part of your evolution. So it's really, and I love that you specifically take only what is true for you. But at the same time, it's like being open to other, other perspectives. But at the same time, if it doesn't right, if it doesn't feel in alignment for you, it doesn't mean that it's automatically wrong, but it's just not right for you. So that's exactly what you want. You want to, especially if you want to go down the path that is most beneficial, it's like aligning to what is true for you authentically. Because like I, like I was mentioning, like you do come to a place where all possibilities exist. So, but it, your truth doesn't mean that there's another less truth and <laughs> vice versa, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I want to share a little bit of my reasoning behind the way that I um, perceive information and how I was able to, or why I chose to not absorb everything and accept everything as the truth and that's because i used to do that that's the way i was that's the way i was mm -hmm. all my life from birth since i was a little girl I'm like a sponge so i was absorbing all of this information and especially when i started to talk about not just spirituality but about you know extraterrestrials and star seeds and all of that stuff i started to uh, look into a lot of, you know, like reading books. And I started to listen to people on YouTube, watch documentaries. And 
everyone was saying something different. And so I was so confused, mm -hmm. <laughs> so overwhelmed with so much information, different information. And I began to notice or to realize that it was creating a lot of distortion within my own energetic field. And it was like, there was a point in which I did not know what I actually thought or what I personally believed about anything in general, anything. And so that's mm -hmm. when I started to be like, and one of the things that I used to do is that I would force myself to listen to people despite feeling triggered as fuck by what information they were sharing with me. <laughs> and then I realized it was like, you're just hurting yourself. Why are you forcing yourself to listen to something that doesn't resonate with you? I thought that I was doing that mm -hmm. because I had to move through the trigger. I had to address whatever was going on inside of me. But it was like, there comes a point in which it's like, you have done so much spiritual work don't force yourself to keep diving deeper. And it's like, especially with information that other people are sharing that was triggering me. It's like, you don't have to be doing this to yourself. Like, stop. Just focus on your own energy. Focus on whatever you feel. And that's when I came back to myself. I started analyzing my own feelings, my own thoughts. I started tuning into my own perspectives and bringing information from extraterrestrials. I started to really build myself up build my own belief system rather than accepting or believing or embracing everything that everyone else was saying. And I think that's very important. Mm -hmm. It's very, very important to listen to what other people say, to be open-minded, but it's equally important to be centered and to be grounded in your truth. And so that's what I've been doing. And that's what I recommend everyone to say. And that's what I, oh, that's why I always say, this is simply my perspective. You can take it if it resonates. You can leave it and go listen to someone else. But, you know, and that's that's what works for me. But yeah, just wanted to share that because I think it's very important to remember and to use discernment oh, yeah. and to come back to yourself always because you're the one that knows what feels good in you, within you, rather than what other people say it's best for you. And it's all about accepting all parts of it too, right? Like the parts where you were just sponging everything, where you were just like believing everything. This is why like there's no judgment on the path, with, especially when it comes to extraterrestrials or whatever conversation that we're having. Like every single point and parts of the journey is so perfect because it it's through the not being able to discern, not listening to your intuition, not allowing yourself to follow your own truth to lead you to a certain experience where you're like, wait, what am I doing? And then you alter your course and then you take a different route and you realize, oh, wow, this is exactly where I'm meant to be. This feels right to me. This feels like I'm on the right path. I'm learning new things. You were evolving. So that's why it's every single part of our journey is beautiful. There's there's nothing to really judge. And and this is where you get to the higher states of consciousness where there's there's technically no forgiveness, but there is forgiveness. And I'm talking about even yourself because the self thing comes in a lot of the times <laughs> as well. But yeah, it is really important to be able to be open and accept all perspectives. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. And that's absolutely fine. You know, that's the beauty of it because your path for you, Miroslava, is for you to experience that. So both of those experiences were so beneficial for you because even though like, for example, you and I are very similar, we also have our differences and how we see things. And that's why, you know, being anchored in your truth comes into play. So even when you're around friends or you're having any conversation, you, you stay true to yourself. There, there's no need to try to be someone else or like someone else to fit in because we are going towards, you know, through evolution, we're going towards more of a time where our friends are going to accept us. Like we're going to attract our soul tribe. Our, and like you said, you know, we'll talk about other things, you know, soul tribes and star seeds and stuff like that later, but soul family, right? Where you're accepted always. There's no like, oh my gosh, you believe that? 
It's like, no, like you're so accepted in your views and perspectives because there's an understanding, there's a deeper understanding there and there's unconditional love too, but yeah. And I mean, this is a journey of self-discovery. So yeah, everything that you experience is meant to be part of the experience. And, you know, that's why we just, I think at first we do judge it and we do reject the experience because it doesn't mm -hmm. feel good. <laughs> but I feel that once, you know, you keep growing and you keep evolving and you keep just pushing forward and moving through the experience, you come to the realization that you needed that experience to be where you are today or where you're going to be tomorrow. So it's, it's, what do they say? It's, it's, it's not about the, the destination. It's all about the journey or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. No, I really believe that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Truly, truly believe that. Uh, yes. But anyways, one of the things that I wanted to dive into as well is the UFO sightings or the UAP sightings, because there's been a lot, especially now with social media. We have our phones and we can upload whatever we want, whenever we want. And I have seen an increase in just videos of UFOs. And I have to say that a lot of the content or the videos that I am seeing, I don't believe they're real. I really don't believe they're real, especially with AI technology. And, you know, like we are very much advanced with when it comes to like uh, cinematography and all of that stuff. And I think that a lot of the videos that we see are not real. But I also believe that some of the videos are real and there is a lot of truth to it. Um, but what's what do you think, Erica, about the UFO sightings. Have you seen a UFO yourself, an extraterrestrial spaceship? Uh, any experiences that you want to share with us? I honestly don't have much experience with UFOs in and of itself. I do feel like when we were younger, because um, I grew up in a country, a country town, I do feel like it was probably in the late 1980s me and my family and the neighbors felt like we saw one. Um, mm. But that wasn't, it, it wasn't like, we didn't really know if it was true or not. Um, and at such a young, I was younger then. So I didn't really remember like feeling anything or getting anything. It wasn't until I was older, I had ET experiences. Mm. And oh my gosh, like, do you want me to share them right now? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So there was this one experience. I want to say it was like around, maybe it was around the time actually that we saw the UFO. I briefly remember opening my eyes, you know, like when you're still somewhat sleeping and then you're s kind of awake. I saw, like, I briefly opened my eyes just a little bit and saw like four, I want to say, if I'm remembering correctly, I want to say there was like five, and I know that they were ETs by the way that they looked, but at that time, like I wasn't scared. Like there was no fear in my mind or in my body when I saw these beings because it was almost like a, a hazy kind of outline when it came to like the ETs, but I knew that they were ETs because it didn't, they didn't look like humans. They didn't look like spirits that have been passed on and they were just staring at me. And But I wasn't afraid of them, so I just literally fell back to sleep. So you can kind of know, like, that's another way you can discern is how you feel. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that when you feel fear that they're not safe, but I do feel like when you feel, when you don't feel fear around something, then it, it's because you're okay um, and they're safe to be around. And then fast forward years later... Um, I was living in Pennsylvania with my ex and we, their parents, we kind of, their parents had a barn and they re, re, re renovated it, uh, to, and it was like this really beautiful apartment. I mean, there was like three floors. It was gorgeous and it was haunted like nothing <laughs> I've ever experienced. This was the place, I kid you not, because my ex's father was also antique dealer. So he had antiques in the barn and another part of it. So like, not only did I have spirits, I had ET. I remember the reason why I say ET, and I'm only going to focus on that part, because whenever I would lay in my bed, I would, I kid, I, oh my God, I 
was like, what the heck is going on? I would see these balls of light just coming out of the window and like they would be flying and like not flying. It's hard to explain, but they would like go from where there would be like an opening or like a window and like go upward. It would be like this ball of light just like moving upward and it would be a pretty good size. And so I would see those every so often. And I feel like the biggest thing, and I was always feeling like I was watched, but I feel like some of that was also spirit, like other spirits. But the ET, another experience happened where I was in the I was in the bathroom getting ready for work, and I saw this ET being walk right by my door. I was like, what? the heck just happened. I don't know what kind of ET that it was. It was not a tall gray and it wasn't a short gray because I've seen pictures and this was in between the height of a tall gray and a small gray. And the head kind of looked a tiny bit bigger than what you would see as like a tall gray. And it was kind of hunched a little bit. Um, that's what I remember just walking by my window and I, or walking by the door of the bathroom that I was getting ready. And and I I literally walked out of the bathroom like, what the frig was that? Cause I, even though I was very big into spirituality at that time, like I, because of so much activity that was taking place at this, at this apartment and this barn, I was just like, oh my God. And then years later, I saw this psychic here in Santa Monica and she was really nice and I loved her. She's one of the the ones that I loved going to. She mentioned that there was UFO activity right over the barn that I was living in at that time. And so she she really validated everything that I was experiencing because spirit I've never I've had interactions with other spirits, like other spiritual beings, but the ETs and how they interacted was so different. I've never seen a spirit just be in a ball of light like that and just like, or just be a ball of light and just fly around my window. Like it was so apparent and so obvious that you, you, you can't, you know, like sometimes you experience something and you're like, was that real? Like, did I truly experience that? Because like there's, and then there's, it's just like you're not really sure. And then there's experiences that you have and you're like, oh my God, like you cannot, you cannot not believe what you just saw. You know what I mean? It was something like that. It was like, there's nothing that no one can say that can change my mind that I saw those balls of light outside my window. That's how much it was just, it was in, it was definitely something. And I, and I feel like I've been in contact with ETs, but I, because it's not, I don't really ask a lot of like names or anything like that. Uh, I just channel and I just know that the being is, you know, in alignment with my highest good and their highest good. And I take that. So, you know, but yeah, yeah that is my experience. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Like that is, it sounds so amazing to me because I've never personally experienced like something like that, but I have questions. Okay. So, well, one of the things that I wanted to say is that, you know, a lot of the extraterrestrial encounters that people have are like this, like the way that you share, like balls of energy or spheres of light. And that's because what I see that as is kind of like it's energy that is contained and it's like just it's like it's their light bodies or light forms. And so, yeah, I do. I have heard a lot of people sharing their experiences and talking about how they see spheres or like balls of light and also oh, really? like whenever you know the um uh crop circles is that how they call them uh-huh. yeah yeah the crop circles that they have uh actually recorded or filmed the process of the creation of those crop circles and they record spheres of light so um yeah it makes a lot of sense and i definitely believe that was just so well, it's fascinating to me. Uh, yeah. But so you never actually kind of learned what their intention was or because maybe, you know, because you said that they there was a lot of UFO activity there. So maybe they were just always there and you just, you know, it was like one day you just showed up and it's like, hey, you know, like they were just vibing, doing their own thing. They've always been doing their own thing. Or was there something specifically with you and with your ex? See, here's the thing. 
because I've actually tapped into that recently because I really wanted to know. And I know that when I was experiencing some things, they had not experienced anything. So I feel that one, I'm getting that that area where I lived was definitely like, would you call it like a portal or a vortex? How yeah, I don't know like exactly a- what to call it, but and I feel like because I was open to the activity, because I've always had some kind of paranormal my whole life, I've always had something happen where I knew that there's other beings that we could not see. I, I knew all of that, but I honestly feel part of it had to do with my my openness because at that time I was reading a book called the like what psychic ability are you or you know so like I was already into the spiritual and this is going back to early 2009 this is when all of this happened so I was already in my awakening my spiritual awakening happened in 2015 so I was already open to that and I feel that it could have been because I wasn't someone to either I wasn't either against them and I wasn't to a certain degree I wasn't afraid <laughs> It was just, I mean, there were times I was afraid. I'm not going to lie. But like I said, it it was because of so much. I mean, I heard my name being called when I was home alone. I had, like when I was on the third floor on the computer, I was always constantly turning around feeling like there was many, many beings staring at me, not just one. So I I was always, you know, I knew activity was taking place. So I feel that I was just open to it. And I feel like I, because I've never heard my, my ex talk about it. I never really heard his family talk about it. I don't know if the people that moved in after us talked about any kind of activity because when you are more open, you, you pick these things up as opposed to, Oh, like something fell. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, I've woken up from dreams thinking like I heard crashing pots and pans crashing on the floor and nothing was like that and i mean i i could go on forever in this barn <laughs> like in this apartment i mean it was a gorgeous apartment but it was haunted and activity like no other i've ever experienced <laughs> mm. and i love what you said about that area being sort of a portal because it reminded me of have you heard about the movies the conjuring the what? The Conjuring. It's like it's like this series of movies, and there's one specifically, the, the first one. And it's a family. They live in a house, in like a barn. And oh. uh, <laughs> I was um, watching a video of one of the girls that lived in the house, one of the daughters. And she was saying how she felt, her perspective, is that the area in which the house was located was actually a portal. And so that's why they weren't only getting paranormal paranormal activity. They were actually accessing different dimensions. And that is because of the energy that was within that portal. And so they were seeing people from back in the day, back in the 1800s. They were, and and it was like so crazy because it, it, one of the things that she was saying is at one time, and I'm probably going to be wrong with some of the details. So definitely check her out. Um, I think the book is called House of Darkness, House of Light and um, something like that. But anyway, so one of the experiences that she shares is that she was in the kitchen and then she was looking at the table and there was this guy or maybe even a family, I don't remember exactly, but there were people sitting at the table. And then at one point she noticed, or maybe it was the mom, her mom noticed that one of the guys sitting at the table was looking straight at her like confused, like what the fuck is going on? Like that being was kind of maybe thinking that. And then in that moment, she realized that she was the ghost for those people sitting at the table. And that's what it was like, oh my gosh, that is so fucking crazy. Like, cause it's not, cause like we think that the things or the beings, the spirits that we see are ghosts to us, but what if we are ghosts to them? What if they are not actually ghosts, but people existing in a different reality in a different parallel universe parallel earth like it's so crazy yeah that oh my gosh marislava i 
I do not really <laughs> watch movies. I do not watch. I mean, I wa- I used to watch movies and I watch TV shows, but I don't really much anymore. The, mm-hmm. What you were just explaining reminds me of that Nicole Kidman movie. Oh my gosh, where she had children and she, the whole time her and her kids thought that they had ghosts in the house. But it turns out that they were the ghosts and the people that were – I cannot think of the movie. And it was a pretty big movie. It came out years ago. And it, and at the – I don't want to spoil it. but And I think I, almost, I already <laughs> yeah, kind of – I've never it. seen it. So, yeah, but, don't spoil it for me. Yeah. But it was just – it had a very similar um, take to yours. So, I mean, I probably mm. kind of spoiled it. But you know what? I'm bad at this. I don't watch <laughs> movies. I don't know what the etiquette is. I don't know what to say, what not to say. Oh, my gosh. But yeah. Yeah. But um, this actually – what I shared about that experience that she had, it's not actually in the movie. Uh, what she explained about the movie is that they had to leave so many things out because it was too crazy for Hollywood. It was too mm. paranormal, too, like, out there for normal people, I guess, quote-unquote, to see. But, um, yeah, she was in a show, I believe, with one of the – Gaia presenters like Gaia TV the website okay, or the yeah. and that's where I watched um some of her some of the interviews that she gave and it's fascinating like her story and it's not just she she doesn't just have experiences with the paranormal paranormal I can't talk oh my gosh she doesn't just have experiences with ghosts or spirits but also with extraterrestrials and abductions and all of that stuff. So if you want to check it out, definitely, you know, maybe go to Gaia TV. We're not sponsored, (laughs) but if they want to sponsor us or like work with us, definitely do so. Uh, But um, she has a lot of interviews with uh, the people there and also her book, House of Darkness, House of Light. And I believe her name is Andrea something. So um, yeah, it's very interesting. And it just what you shared about your own experience and what you said about the portal, it just took me back to what she shared. And I believe that that place, that area in which you lived was actually a portal. And it was just like, there was a lot of energy there. And those beings were just, they're always, have always been there. They're always are around us. Yeah. And, you know, you just happen to be more uh, intuitive, more, I guess, psychic. You were able to feel more of the energy and you were able to access the dimension sometimes in which they exist or the frequency in which they exist. And that's why you were able to experience a lot of those things and other people were not aware of the things that were going on. So, yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's such a fascinating story. And also, another thing, if you, the one listening, have any experiences that you would like to share with us, go to Spotify and send us a voice message because we would love to know. Yeah, absolutely. And I I feel like what I do want to mention too, that the activity that I experienced most of the time either happened when I was alone or he was sleeping. So it wasn't like, mm. and see, that's the thing too, is like, I feel that ETs and even spirit, like other, especially ETs, but even maybe a, a good chunk of spirit, other beings as well, where they know who's open and who's not open. And, and I feel that, especially ETs, because of they're more aware, because some beings, they don't realize they're dead, but that's a whole other story, um, where yeah. I feel like the times that I've experienced it, they were, they knew that I would, I, they knew that I could see because I, trust me, I, that Leo rising drama was like, what the F? <laughs> You know, like what the frig is going on? Um, so they're they were. I know that they're fully aware that I was aware, but at the same time, I was also okay with it. I wasn't like I was a little freaked at the time because I was like I didn't know exactly what was happening with all the other activity that I was experiencing. It was just like a lot, but at the same time, I was okay with it. If that makes sense, like mm-hmm. we can definitely be yeah. both at the same time simultaneously. (laughs) So yeah, that was my experience, but yeah. 
Yeah, that is awesome. I wish I had like experiences like that because the experiences that I've had have been mostly energetic. Mm -hmm. And um, I have seen extraterrestrials, but in dreams. And, you know, it's like communication that takes place telepathically. I do have one experience, though. I was um, here in my room. I was getting ready to go to sleep. And as I was getting ready, washing my face and, you know, doing all that stuff, I began to feel and I was, I began to feel energy and I began to tell myself, oh, it's going to happen. They're here. I, I was saying that to myself. I can feel it. They're here. They're going to take me. And I, I even said, because that's when I was like learning about the hybrid children and tuning into that energy. And what I said is, you can take me. But just do so as long as you take me to see my hybrid children. So I even gave them permission to take me that <laughs> night. And uh, so I was very, I was very excited. I was just so excited. And I came back from the bathroom. I was lying in bed and I just looked at the corner of my room next to where the door of the bathroom is. And I could, I couldn't see a physical thing or like lights or energy or nothing. But in my mind, I could see the being. So it was like there was nothing there, but I could see this tall, um, it's like an Esasani being. If anyone is familiar with extraterrestrial races, um, Esasani beings are kind of like gray looking, but they do have some human genetics. So it's like they're, they're different. But um, yeah, so I, I, I saw this being and just looking at me, but it was just in my mind. And after that, I went to sleep and um, I did have some dreams. I saw a bunch of little kids and I was like playing with them. And so I do feel that something happened. I was taken and maybe like something happened. But the next morning when I woke up, I realized that I had a scratch in one of my thighs and I had like a red dot in one of my arms, in the left arm, I think. So I think they took some blood and did some things to me. But um, the energy that I felt, like you were saying, is like I wasn't really afraid. Like I was very excited about this experience and this is something that I kind of gave them permission to do do so so i yeah that's that's the only experience i've had that really like i felt it in my bones like i actually felt something happening and everything else i like like i shared it's just like energetically and like telepathic communication but yeah and so what i want us to do now is move on to one of the questions also that people have if you're comfortable with this mm -hmm. um which is extraterrestrial contact and if it's going to happen with the whole world with humanity so um this i believe that ex alien or extraterrestrial contact is already taking place within beings like erica like myself people that are open-minded that are looking for answers and are really excited to communicate and to expand and to keep growing but what do you think or when do you think actual extraterrestrial contact is going to happen openly with the world Okay, so we were about to step or give our perspective of extraterrestrial contact. And they made so their uh, message very known to us <laughs> that they do not want that right now. Or actually, what I started feeling when everything went to shits here on my side, because I, I don't think it was the signal. I don't think it was the Wi-Fi signal. It just completely, I was not able to hear whatever you were saying, Erica. And um, it was continuing to record. Everything looked fine on my side, but I wasn't hearing anything that you were saying. And that happened exactly when I was saying, uh, when I was about to change subjects and step into the subject of extraterrestrial contact. And yeah. What I was feeling actually was that maybe that was their way of saying, hey, we're here <laughs> and we're, we're contacting you. And uh, there's, you know, maybe they were looking for a signal. I don't know. But maybe we were saying too much as well. So I don't know. What do you feel? Yeah, I feel because of the way that happened, because all of a sudden I could not hear you at all. And mm -hmm. 
And I was like, okay. And then just because of everything and how everything happened, I was like, I feel like maybe we were about to embark on a territory that maybe we're not meant to talk about yet (laughs) (laughs) because of the way that it happened, how it happened. And of course, when and when it was when it happened so yeah 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 so maybe we'll just skip on the extraterrestrial contact perspectives that we were going to (laughs) be sharing we'll save them for another episode maybe that's meant to be part of a special episode and uh maybe there's some information that we're both meant to channel during that and bring forth to you so maybe that's meant to be a separate episode and I think we're going to be honoring that. And um, anything else then that we can share to close the conversation of extraterrestrials? Um, Um, That was about it. I mean, just that, yeah, I definitely agree with what you were about to say. Um, I do feel like we've already been being contacted, but I feel like, you know, it's slow, slowly progressing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's all I have to say (laughs) yeah and maybe um, we'll have more episodes definitely with uh, you know having a conversation about extraterrestrials because I know that a lot of people do have questions so if you're listening to us to this conversation and you have specific questions about extraterrestrials definitely uh, you can you can send us a voice message if you're on Spotify there's gonna be a link in the description of this episode and send us your question and we'll gather yeah. those questions and we'll have another episode part two to answer those questions specifically give you our perspective and also uh you can go to our social media if that's better for you and you can send us messages there and questions and we'll keep them here to have a part two of this extraterrestrial conversation because yes. i have no fucking idea what happened it's so i weird. know it was very <laughs> weird it was very yeah. weird I think in a way that's that was their form of making themselves known and yeah. saying hey, we're here. And, yeah. Uh, but wrap it up. That's yeah. it. Wrap it up. <laughs> don't be. Don't be. Because uh, as Gemini's, we can kind of go a little yeah. bit down yeah. the rabbit hole. So uh, the ETs were like, "Yeah, okay, you made you made your point. Now, yeah, <laughs> now is the time to uh, stop chomping." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna listen. And we are going to wrap this up. So thank you so much, my friend, for joining us today for this extraterrestrial conversation. And um, yeah, I just really want to express our gratitude or like my gratitude for giving us the space, for showing up here with us. However many of you are listening to us, it's very special to me. And I truly appreciate it just to have a space to express myself, to communicate, to share my perspectives. That's very powerful. So I truly appreciate it. And uh, yeah, Erica, anything you want to say to everyone that's listening to us? Yeah, I definitely agree with Marislava. Thank you all so much. All of the listening. I love all of you. And yeah, I'm going to say bye on my end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Again, thank you so much for being here. And we'll see you or we'll talk to you on the next episode. Stay tuned. And uh, yeah, so have a beautiful day. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye.